0: howdy everybody welcome to the brother sister show a family owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies typically but this week we're joined by a very special guest um i don't know how to Introduce a writer, director, producer, actor, stand-up comedian, you name it, Avital (laughs) Ash. Thank thank you for for having me. Thank you for having us, honestly.
1: (laughs) This is my show now, and you guys are guests on it.
0: Yes, ask (laughs) us anything you would like. Episode 100. our 100th episode, yeah. Yeah,
1: it feels
2: like the first episode, like this is the first real one. This is where it it starts, this
0: is the beginning. Am I your first guest? No. Mm, in a lot of ways yes (laughs) so we had this like thing this idea i started a long time ago where we're like let's just have like listeners or basically people we know on um and they like would request to be on and so we had like our family and friends and whatnot but you're the first like actual person that knows what you're talking about like in the industry and whatnot (laughs) i'm your first industry industry guest yeah, it's mostly just people that I were like, we like movies. Do you like movies? And they're like, yeah. And then we just talk about a movie. But,
1: Great. I like movies, which um, none of us had watched this movie, so that's a fun mm-hmm. thing. I don't know no, if we, we want to dive in or we can wait, but
0: oh, we typically—I didn't even tell you how we do this, but we typically just like catch up. Um, this is where Anthony and I go through our letterbox. We're very into letterbox right now. Oh yeah. Um, and just talk about like what we've watched. Our mm-hmm. honestly, just our week. Like, I know you were in New York, so how was that?
1: It was good. Never um, we saw a real highlight was we saw Jagged Little Pill, the Alanis Morissette musical on Broadway, Ooh. which I don't know, you might be too young. Do you know Alanis? I,
0: yeah, oh, my, so I think cute. my, my, yeah, my brother probably not, but my mom no, I don't. liked her, I think, but yeah, it's always like
1: anytime I say something is cool or good, you're like, my mom likes them. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, all right. Ouch.
0: <laughs> Yep, <laughs> I have a very, I have very hip parents, so that's it's true. not the front. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm not like I don't listen to her a lot, but um, yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that that's good. I don't, I never, I don't know, I never trust those kind of like, what are they called? Where they oh, use like actual music jukebox
1: musicals? Yeah. I think they're
0: called. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I'm maybe a little swayed by. Amir liked it a lot, so that helped because we saw it together, mm. and I feel like yeah it's always tough if you're watching something and the person with you hates it it's like hard to not take that on a little bit but also i feel like both of our big takeaway was like oh she's insanely talented this album came out when she Mm. was 21 holy shit yeah and there's so many great songs on there um there were times where i thought like the story was a little questionable or like Mm. um it felt like very like i'm like i can see what you're doing this is very like predictable and cheesy but then it would still make me tear up so i'm like all right i guess Mm. it's working (laughs) so
0: yeah i know i hate when movies do that i'm like i know what you're trying to do and it's working right
1: right there are moments where i'm like this is bad but so am i because i'm crying (laughs) (laughs) you know and i
0: feel like it's really hard or so anthony's thing um, i do the the board anthony does albums like he's very into vinyls right now yeah and i feel like I mean, I feel like, is that like when a good, I'm not a, that much of a music person, but are albums supposed to already have like a through line? Because isn't it hard to kind of make a story out of just like a selection of songs, you know? I Well,
1: I I'm know. curious. I don't know what you would say. I think it depends on who you are. And you know, some of them are like concept albums and there is a through line, but a lot of times I think it's just, I think it's probably always indicative of like a period in your life because you're creating songs around a certain time, but... No, they really definitely had to, like, jump through hoops to make this a narratively mm-hmm. cohesive story. It's, uh, it's written by Diablo Cody, though, who, did, who wrote Jennifer's Ooh. Body and, yeah. Juno. You know? Yeah. Oh, So I that was cool. Her. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she does a good job. Like, there's a lot of songs where you're like, these shouldn't make sense together, but she manages to make them.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I've never seen – well, I've seen a play, but not I've, I've obviously never been to Broadway. Anthony did, though, with my parents – Notably yeah. went without me, so that was nice.
2: That's the only reason we went, is because we <laughs> could go without you.
0: True, sure, yeah. What did you see?
2: I think we saw Mean Girls. I don't really it was it's oh, been a cool. while. And the Book of Mormon, I think.
1: That's Amir's oh. favorite.
2: Classic. It was just hilarious. That's all mm-hmm. I really remember. Oh, we saw like a uh the office off Broadway. And oh. the only thing I really remember was they had um like a little flyer for Jan's Candles, and it was like uh-huh. a scratch and sniff, and it was the worst. I, it was the worst smell I've ever, I've ever smelt. It was terrible, but it was fun. That's
0: isn't that the whole like gag though, right? Like she can't make the candles. Yeah, yeah. She's it, not was, it was foul. <laughs> Interesting. Well, what album? I guess this is a good segue, Anthony. What? Well, what have you been doing, and then what album do you have displayed? I mean, I know.
2: I have Young the Giant's uh, self-titled. Right. It's their self-titled. Hmm um I album so. i didn't know what to pick for this movie i i don't have enough to sort of specify for the specific movie so it's just whatever i'm listening to the most young the giant livia you introduced me to them and they're easily one of my favorite bands so
0: they're actually a band i started listening to because i wanted to impress sebastian because <laughs> oh, i really? knew he liked them and so i started listening to them just like because of that and then i they were actually good and so i was like okay i feel like am a
1: lifelong fan a song or two that i would recognize but i couldn't tell you any off the top of my head
0: the most popular one is cough syrup i feel like everybody knows that song but sing it pretty good oh god no anthony play it
2: yeah let me just go
0: (laughs) all right what have you been up to anthony i know you didn't go to new york but i mean try to impress (laughs) us with something
2: uh (laughs) not much um really far behind on spooktober is I've been trying to watch, uh, for for a long period of my life, I was terrified of horror, and mm-hmm. I just need to catch up. Um, the only Same. notable ones that I've watched are, um, or this week, because I'm still super behind, is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
1: I still haven't seen <laughs> that one. Jessica, my co-host on our horror podcast that Livia has been on, loves that one, but I've still not seen it.
2: It was funny. Uh, funny how weird it was uh mm-hmm. there's one of the deputies in it he i i couldn't imagine after seeing jaws was my first one that i watched for for spooktober
1: love jaws
2: and i couldn't imagine hating someone more than i hated the the mayor <laughs> and that de- oh and that i don't
0: know if Anthony said this but the, he watched all movies like all the horror films that he wanted to watch were ones that he's never seen oh before. yeah wow. yeah, cool jaws so was the a lot of classics. One. classics yeah a lot of so classics you had
1: never seen jaws and up until no. this month correct and
2: i really i really liked it yeah. I, I can see how not
0: love but
2: yeah not love i think it's, it's a sign of the times for me uh, you know? this is
0: a conversation we've been having all month because he watched like he watched that he watched rosemary's baby like all these classics because we're both really bad at watching classic movies yeah and even though we like love movies if somebody's like well like have you seen like I think, right? I remember we talked about time,
1: rom-coms, and you hadn't seen When Harry Met Sally, and I'm like, that's yeah. the rom-com.
0: I know, and I yeah. watched it for the first time, and I was like, I did like it, but it just feels like I've seen it before, right?
1: Because you've seen. And it. We talked about this. Everything yeah. that's ripped it off. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's really hard to like like that's the conversation we've been having about horror, where he's like, it's it's just hereditary, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, or like Jaws is like, I've you know, I've seen so many. Movies about big fish, like big scary fish, it's hard to feel. Right. But I don't know. Well, what did you think about them, Anthony? It
2: it just it just makes me appreciate what they did for the genre more so than Mm -hmm. I think uh, me enjoying it. And and as sad as that is, I I I I do hold them high. You know, Night of the Living Dead uh, was one of them as well. Like right after Jaws that I watched, and I was like, this is they this did a lot, but. that ending
1: right that's the whole thing especially
2: that ending ending,
1: yeah but then like yeah because I also only saw that recently and it's sort of hard there are moments where I'm like I don't this isn't coming together for me or like this isn't making sense to me but then you know even just casting a black lead was Mm -hmm. really ahead of its time which is so cool so like there's a lot to respect about that movie but yeah I'm sure when it came out it would have been like explosive to see yeah. Do you, so wish, if you're just starting, oh, sorry. No, 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 go ahead. Well, if you're just starting to get into horror, would you say that you have any horror movies that you love, or they're all like, where you're like, oh, I can see that this is objectively good, or, you know?
2: Uh, I'd say ones that I love that are like recent have been uh, Green Room. Like some of them we've talked on the podcast, like Creep is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you loved Creep, loved Green Room,
2: loved those.
0: Okay. We just did our top fives, like top five horror films. We should have asked you to prepare some, but we did our top five for like a... Oh, that's fun. Just like an Instagram post. Uh Uh-huh. I missed it. I
1: want to hear them. I can can jump in with mine, too. Um,
0: I mean, they might change...
1: As we get to go through the podcast, i be like, oh, shit, I meant this one. But
0: <laughs> yeah, we kind of did that, too. We, we did five. And then we did honorable mentions because we couldn't help ourselves. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> but mine you guys were... don't just
1: do horror. You were doing no. top five horror specifically, not like of the podcast
0: overall. Oh, yeah. Just what well, we did of horror. Yeah. Um, just okay. for like we're going to post it on Halloween. But I, I, I love horror films, So like I know that's I mean, why I, I chose a horror
1: Halloween. movie because you and I talk yeah. about them a lot. But I didn't realize that your brother was so new to the genre.
0: Yeah, like I me, have many of. stories of him like crying. When we're watching that. I
1: don't know if you guys saw that. That I posted a joke today on my I Instagram. It, yeah. and t- that that was a real thing where like mm-hmm. I saw the commercial for. I don't know if you've seen it, Anthony, but I saw a commercial. It was when Candyman was like. I don't know if syndication is the right word. That's for TV. But Candyman, they were playing like the edited mm-hmm. for TV version, and mm-hmm. and the commercial said Candyman will do for mirrors what Psycho did for showers. And I was suddenly like terrified in the shower, <laughs> like I, I hadn't even seen either of the movies. <laughs> I just knew, wow, something scary can happen in the shower, and something scary and can happen in the mirror. Such a scary
0: place. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it really is. I, I was.
0: I think about it. Oh, like almost like maybe like once in every five showers. I'm like, I'm so yep. vulnerable <laughs> yeah, right now. same.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's kind of funny to think, I don't know if any movie has done it really since Psycho, even though it's such fertile ground.
0: Um, Maybe that's what my top five are typically from. Like, my first one is always going to be Hereditary and Paranormal Activity. Those are, like, my first mm-hmm. and my ultimate favorites. And Paranormal Activity just, like, made me scared of just, like, sleeping. So maybe yeah. that's it. Or just, like, Paranormal especially because the house... Paranormal Activity is almost,
1: like, for me, what Jaws might have been for you, where it's just, like, I saw maybe. it more recently... And it was like, yeah, this is good. But I've probably seen so many movies use that
0: and borrow that, that it wasn't mm-hmm. that exciting. Yeah. Exactly. Like, found footage is one of my favorites, like, just a genre of horror. Yeah. But it's there's it's so bad now because people are just think it's so easy to do, and then they just don't put the heart into it. Right. I watched a documentary about that today, and it just made me angry. But those You guys two... saw um, Host, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I, I Anthony hasn't seen it, but I loved I I love have it. I haven't too. It's, so, it's good. so good. It's so like I yeah. think we when we did we just did Sinister recently, mm-hmm. and I've still um, never seen it. Oh, so good! Really, I think Anthony okay. hadn't seen it either, and I was like, yeah. "How have you never seen Sinister?" It's like yeah. one of my favorites. Um, that is really good, but it one of our we do fun facts too, like at the very end, and one of them is that out of like they t- they did a study where a hundred they tested a hundred horror films. And they hooked people up to like read their, you know, like heart rate or whatever to see what was the scariest movie of all time. in Sinister One, but then they redid it recently and host actually outdid it. Wow. So host is now the scariest That's cool. horror film. I keep
1: cutting you off. I'm like, tell me your top five. But then I want to talk about each of them. <laughs> so oh, keep no. Going. I mean, keep going back to it. Hereditary, so
0: that, per- Paranormal activity. activity. Shit. I don't know. I thought I could remember them. I, oh, I have Bone them here Tomahawk? you yeah Ooh. bone tomahawk oh, which is love bone Tomahawk. That? yeah that's okay. on my top
1: five too i think it's, i mean if you've checked my letterboxd it's it's up
0: there oh so that <laughs> one is not on my top five of all time but it's on my top five horror films especially because it did like it did two things that i didn't think was possible it made me like westerns i don't really like westerns and it made me mm-hmm. really like it um and it made me like, have a movie under my belt that I don't like to recommend to people, but I, like, always tell them it's really, really good, but I wouldn't recommend you watch it. <laughs> or if you do, tell me, and I'll tell you what part to skip, because it, like, it's one of the movies that, like, disturbs me But I think for you can't skip week. it.
1: You can't I, skip that's it. That's the
0: thing that, yeah, because it's so, and it reminds me of this movie so much, that it is, it, it's so like horrific that it ruins your entire week, but yes. it's necessary and it's earned. It's the only because movie, it's a good movie.
1: In the last several years where I felt like going to bed that night I had to actively be like, don't think about this scene. Don't think about this yep. scene. And there's that one scene which everybody you can as soon as you say the scene, everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah. But there's also one shot that I mm. didn't totally see get what it was at first. And I think I rewound it. And even just that one, it's not disturbing in this like same graphic way so we can you know sidebar about it later to not okay. spoil anything for anyone that hasn't seen it but there's one other shot that i that also really got under my skin which i think it's so effective and matthew okay. fox is so good in it i didn't never like thought of him as yeah. a real
0: serious actor and he was great and it's very funny that he just like pops up out of nowhere and you're yeah. like oh god okay and then he's you're, this dandy fucking love him yeah, yeah. And that's I just great i love that movie and then i but that's not my top
1: five horrors too i love that it's one it's
0: so fucking good but it's one of those where i'm like i don't like to recommend it to yeah. people because it's gonna ruin your week but it's fucking <laughs> worth it and you're gonna love it so much and i watched tombstone recently oh i've still never seen that. western oh it's, i think right. you'll yeah and i wanted to because it's sebastian's dad's favorite movie and I really wanted to tell him about Bone Tomahawk, but I was like, I can't in good conscience tell Without my watching like father to watch this. Yeah, but I think he would like it. I don't know. Maybe I'll edit it for him and take yeah. that scene out. Yeah. But <laughs> um, and then d- I d- yeah, I don't remember the other ones. Anthony, can you tell me? Oh no, I don't remember.
2: The Conjuring, you yeah, have the Conjuring. Oh, The
0: Conjuring. That one also scared the shit out of me in theaters surprisingly mm-hmm. but it was a really fun time there's
1: like one or two scares that are really good in that
0: yeah like there's a closet like a wardrobe yeah. one is really where you good. think that's it's gonna be inside one. but yeah. it's on top oh that's good so so good and, and then, then
2: <laughs> the lake mungo is your last one.
0: Oh, lake mungo i fucking love that movie i might need it's to rewatch so it
1: everyone loves it and i didn't but i think i might have been high I, and i watched it with a group and maybe it wasn't
0: no i think i said whenever we recorded it i was like this is a movie that i think i'm the only person that is like no. a stan of this
1: movie i, fucking I know so many movie. people love this movie but i but see maybe why I need to watch it again
0: i see why a lot of people don't like it though because i feel like it's a kind of horror that is not fun to watch mm-hmm. you know it's like about grief and right death and like the kind of haunting that you don't it's not fun to see but so it's hereditary. It. yeah i think people so. love that think, movie too I don't know. In the theaters, I had a very different experience where a lot of people did not like it. Oh, interesting. Um, but I don't know. I love that movie, and it feels so real too. I think that's it's a found footage that's such a different.
1: Yeah, um, it did feel like a documentary for sure. Yeah,
0: and such good acting too. Yeah. And then my honorable mentions were Signs because it scarred me for life, mm-hmm. and
1: then
0: District Nine because it's I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like yeah. a sci-fi. It's it's her- mm-hmm. it has like some horrific scenes in it, but it's not really a horror. And then um, The Village. But I, I love the love story in it so much that I forget that it's scary. Or that's supposed
1: to be scary. But I don't even remember the love. I haven't seen any of those movies since theaters. That's the last time I saw oh, all of those.
0: So good. That's like a good. The signs I've like reclaimed it where now I watch it like <laughs> during breakfast. Just because I like Joaquin Phoenix so much that I can't yeah, have a great. movie that I can't watch of his. Mm-hmm. So And Anthony, yeah. do you have your top five?
2: I do. Um, mm-hmm. So I have Get Out as my number one. Um, I just think it was done awesome. so well. I'll just go mm-hmm. through it real fast. Uh, Ready or Not, another absolutely fun one. Uh, Green Room, I think for the same reasons I also love Bone Tomahawk. It it just sticks with me. Patrick the casting Stewart. Too. I
0: think we mostly talk about Patrick Stewart. Amazing mm-hmm. as,
2: as the, the villain. Uh, mm-hmm. Wreck, the...
0: Yeah, also found footage.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and then Creep. Creep was my cool. last one. Love yeah, Peach Fuzz.
1: I, I'll have one overlap with each of you, I think, which is the Ready or Not, I also loved so much. Green Room I have to rewatch. It was a weird thing where a friend of mine was who loves it was dating somebody, she came over to watch it, and then the guy like called her in the middle and they ended up sort of having this breakup conversation. Oh, yeah. it, like I don't know, just I, I feel very tied in with that experience where I like couldn't yeah. remember the movie objectively. But I love Ready or Not, I love Bone Tomahawk, and then yeah, like Jaws for sure, uh, uh, Pan's Labyrinth.
0: Ooh, mm. yeah, so good. That's a really um, good one. That's one that I watched once, and I, I think I watched it a little too young, and so I'm like, nah, I don't, I know it's good, but it scared me too much. <laughs> yeah, but you'd think that
1: that would be exciting to you now, if it scared you so Probably. much then, like Signs, reclaiming it, like you said.
0: That's true, yeah, I should watch it again reclaim Uh, it
1: and then i feel like i'm definitely forgetting a couple but the one that comes to mind now is um uh uh uh, i can see the poster i'm forgetting what it's called the same guy that did the lobster killing of a sacred deer Ooh, i haven't seen that one yet that's good oh
0: that's a good one i I I don't know i I think i liked lobster a little bit more but i really like that one too
1: yeah, I think I, what most people did. I think. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? It's because I remember hearing a lot more about the lobster than killing of a sacred deer.
0: They're both really good though. Like it's kind of they inch it out. It inches out like a little bit. Yeah. And then I recently watched. I think it's the same director that did Dog Tooth.
1: Yeah. His, like, first yeah. film.
0: I recently watched that one, and that one was fucking wild. Oh yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. it, but I know that I that know. was him. Yeah, strange. I, I liked it, but I think I still like the lobster a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm forgetting one major one, and I'll just blurt it out later in the during. That's what,
0: yeah, that's what I kept thinking too when we made our list, because I'm like, there's something about Scream. I know, again, your mom loves it. Your mom loves Scream. (laughs) I think she does, yeah. I also like it a lot too, and I'm I'm excited about the new one. um, The new one, yeah. I can't wait. I'm a little nervous. I just, reboots make me really nervous. I don't know if you saw the newest Halloween. Mm mm.
2: What a, really bad. what a doozy bad what a movie
0: yeah and then i watched I, this documentary about the Parano- paranormal activity movies because apparently there's they made a new one and like didn't tell anybody <laughs> and In it's like secret. the seventh one yeah and i was it was so bad and it was like t- a to a degree where it made me angry yeah like i was ranting to sebastian he's like i have to go to work i can't see you listen to this but it made me so mad
1: the i don't know if anthony knows this i don't know if I'm, olivia you probably do but the new scream is directed written and directed by the same guys that did ready or not so that makes me very mm-hmm. excited
2: oh
0: interesting yeah. and i think oh i forget his name but the guy that <clears throat> did the original one i think he's like back as a producer or something right kevin Williams involved maybe no is the that i think it did he write or direct the first one i'm so west craven yes him died
1: which is a bummer oh he died. yeah he died so maybe his name's still on it as a producer but
0: or maybe yeah okay never mind (laughs) and then
1: Kevin Williamson wrote them he and he also wrote Dawson's Creek so he has this like he was Uh really good at writing like teen relationship stuff um Mm. but he didn't write this new one so like Jessica who I do my podcast with is like very Mm. not on board because she's like it's not Wes Craven it's not Kevin Williamson and I'm like I think it's almost better to have like versus having one of the two like Start over, and you get these other guys who are also great.
0: And get, I mean, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen the first Scream, but it feels like Ready or Not is of the same like spirit of Yeah. Them. Like, it's funny. It's fun. Yeah. It's got, like, slasher stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would trust them.
1: I think Scream is scarier than Ready or Not was, or at least to me, but maybe that's because I saw it in high school. But even mm-hmm. watching it now, I think I'm a little more scared.
0: And Scream, I need to watch it again.
2: Yeah, Scream is one it. of those I need to reclaim because it scared mm-hmm. me as a kid.
0: Just I, I never <laughs> I mean, watched what it. What did scare you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: scream and Saw. I just remember seeing. Oh, Saw's you know, a really good the, movie. Still haven't the,
0: seen
1: it.
2: The faces. <laughs> I remember seeing Saw. The
1: mask. Oh, Saw. The mask.
2: Yeah. The mask and mm-hmm. and Saw and just like okay, I'm just gonna continue not watching that because that was terrifying.
0: <laughs> first one's good. The first one's really good. So I saw the newest one. Yeah. The spiral movie. I was excited about that. And it was the first movie I saw af- like after the movie, like the theaters opened and it was not a good, not a good movie, but also not a good first movie to go to. Cause it was so mm. fucking loud. Oh, and God. I was like, have movies always been this loud? <laughs> and then we recently saw Dune, and I was like, okay, now I'm used to it. But it was too yeah. jarring. I want to see Dune it. has like just like women just yelling in your ear the entire yeah. time. But I fucking loved it.
1: <laughs> I'm excited to watch it. I keep hearing mixed things. I was like, it's annoying that we got back in time for Thanksgiving weekend and there's all like fun Thanksgiving stuff. Cause I'm like, I want to go see Dune. I want to see Last Night in Soho. I still want to see um, the French Dispatch, you know? Hmm.
0: hmm. Dune was good i didn't think i would like it loved it and then we're gonna do for our next episode but it's before this one so it's already out is um the what's called last night in soho yeah yeah first note too long of a title but (laughs) But we're gonna do that so i'm watching that tonight oh cool yeah i really want to see it we'll see i'm i don't know i don't like the trailer i'm very big about trailers Mm -hmm. not not crazy about the trailer but i don't know
1: We'll I like trailers to not give things away, which I feel like that this trailer I don't really know what it's about, and so I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do, I just don't like the it's the editing is kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the whole shtick is that it's supposed to be cheesy. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find
1: out. I'm excited after to watch tonight.
0: it. Yeah, I, it's I so learned it's to two hours to movies. though. Oh, long. Oh, I fucking love going, and especially the one I'm going to. I'm going by myself, and it it's one of those theaters that it like serves you food but only two of the things on the menu are good uh-huh. but it's really good <laughs> okay and so I'm very excited for that, oh, that and it's like so the popcorn's like $10 and it's like this fucking big
2: I hate we'll that see. Yeah. yeah but the, it's an experience yeah overpriced. <laughs> you love it
0: yeah yeah and it's one of those too that if once the movie starts they like don't they don't let you in so if you get there late then you can't get in you forfeit which your I ticket. love yeah they take it seriously.
1: I like that too. Yeah. This movie was only an hour and 40 <sighs> something minutes.
0: Uh, Something like that. Yeah. I felt it didn't feel that long. Yeah. And Except I stopped maybe. it at the beginning because Sebastian got home. And I think I told you this, but I was like, we have to, I need you to watch this beginning part. <laughs> the, beginning the beginning is part. so good. It's very good. That might be my favorite
1: part of the movie is the opening.
0: Honestly, me too. I, it's very strong at the beginning and we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Like other movies we've seen recently. I saw Titan,
1: which is, um, oh, Julia I DeCorno. I really want to see it. Really it's yeah. see bonkers. I let me know when you guys do watch it, what you think.
0: I am dying to see it. And somebody told me to, cause like, When I tell people I like movies, they'll tell me, like, just, you know, all this stuff to watch. And somebody at work told me to watch that, or they said they watched it. And I was like, oh, I've been, I want to see it so badly. And she was like, well, you might need to decompress. I was like, I don't
2: know. I've seen Bone Tomahawk, okay? I think (laughs) I'm good.
0: I mean, I've seen Raw. Isn't it the same director, right? Yeah, yeah, same director.
1: I'd say, yeah, probably on par with Raw in terms of like moments (laughs) that are like hard to stomach or tough. But I also think Raw is like a straightforward it's obviously not a rom-com but i would say like that movie is like a rom-com compared to Titan like Titan is just so mm. insane not that it's like yeah i don't think you'll necessarily need to decompress like i didn't feel like i need to needed to take a shower or like <laughs> like with bone tomahawk where at night i'm like don't think about that one scene don't you know like yeah. i didn't have that at all but
0: i but it is bonkers i'm excited i love when movies just go for it like yeah yeah. Oh, and then um, b- before we get ahead of ourselves, because we do like a break, and then we do the movie. But I know that Anthony had some questions. Now that we have somebody, we have the ear of somebody yes. that's in the industry, and we're very indus- in- industry, interested <laughs> in the industry. Industry. We have a couple of questions, yes. Sure. Hopefully, I have answers.
2: Yes. Okay. So my first question is: I, I just enjoy asking creatives this question. Um, specifically on how how you get your ideas because I feel like it's different for everyone so how do you find inspiration for things that you create
1: it's a great question and I don't feel like I have a real answer for you they just sort of come or they don't you know there's some days where I really I mean I guess the one consistent answer is trauma is like using my own trauma (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and trying to sort things out or look at them through a different lens or um Exploit my own history to like make somebody laugh. Uh, I, I at least as a stand up, that's like mm. I think the most satisfying for me is when I can take something really dark that I've experienced personally and like find a way to crack it open and, and turn it into a joke. Um, and then I guess the other thing is, um, yeah, so maybe I do have an answer is confines, right? Like whatever you have to work with, and so. Like for example, if you guys were to make something, I feel like mm-hmm. between friends that you have in Austin and
0: now you're in San Antonio. Are you in San mm-hmm. Antonio also? Mm-hmm. I'm in San Antonio. Anthony's in College Station because he goes to Texas A&M. So like,
1: you, put out the entire address. You, <laughs> cities that you have access to, or locations, mm-hmm. or or like maybe bars that your friends have, or you know, in the case of working with Livia on anti-social distance, it's like computer screens and um, Rose McIver, who's in it was like in a hotel quarantining. So like using that location or with thirsty using, you know, having the sliver of the backyard. Although that, that I wrote before I had somewhere to shoot it. Mm -hmm. Um, but those things knowing like giving yourself, I was going to say giving yourself limitations, but it's more acknowledging the limitations that already exist and like thinking about what I have access to. Um, but of course, if you're, you know, not trying to shoot something, you don't necessarily need access, you just write it and it's there. Right. Uh, so maybe it's not that helpful in, in that scenario. I guess, yeah, it depends on the format. And, but the, the, I gave you a longer answer, but the short answer is trauma. And also that I, it doesn't really <laughs> feel within my control. Sometimes it just happens. And sometimes, mm. unfortunately it doesn't for
0: weeks or months.
2: No. Yeah. That, that is a good yeah. uh, answer.
0: I think, Thanks. especially cause that's what we like struggle with. I don't know if that's what you were
2: about to say, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because I feel like I, especially during the pandemic, like I have all this time, I have all this equipment, but I just don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh,
1: you know, the other thing I think that's helpful, it probably seems really obvious, but like is consuming stuff. And especially reading, I feel like I forget because its it feels easier to like watch a movie, you know, you're done mm-hmm. in two hours mm-hmm. or maybe three, whereas like a book... Can take a lot longer, but especially like reading a good work of fiction. If if I'm not like, basically anything in a different medium than what I'm trying to do. So, like I um I really like Mike Birbiglia's podcast, and that's more mm-hmm. for stand up. He interviews mm-hmm. stand ups, and he does this thing called the slow round. And I'm trying to remember if it's in the slow round, but he has certain prompts that he acts asks his guests like, "What's a smell that you remember really vividly?" Or, mm. um, "What do you remember?" like being in your bagged lunch as a kid. And like, I got a joke that hopefully I'll post to social media soon that came ex- explicitly from that. I was like, what mm-hmm. was in my lunches as a kid and trying to remember what that was. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes there's like actual prompts, which can be helpful. Mm-hmm. But then I think, um, some that, like if you're trying to write a short film, sometimes reading a short story that's, or like, mm-hmm. I mean, of course also watching short films can be helpful, but I find like a lot of times I'll hear, I'll hear or watch or read something that is very different than what I end up doing. But that makes me think of like, what would my take on this be? You Mm know? Um, I'm also in a, uh, Livia knows about them too. I've been trying to write a joke every single day with my friends, Lauren and Ray. So we're on a thread. Ray and I basically (laughs) fell off. We made it like seven (laughs) months. We're super proud of ourselves. Lauren is still going every day. She's amazing. Um, but sometimes we'll all talk about the same sort of thing, like write a joke about, you know, what you first masturbated to or like, mm. you know, so it's, it's definitely not like taking somebody else's idea, but going like, oh, what's my version of this? Um, wow. yeah,
0: mm.
2: that is, that that's is good helpful. to know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause we kind of like, cool. that's the thing we, we always have a conversation about cause we'll have ideas and I'm like, fuck that. I- that scene I wrote is in a fucking cafe or I'm like, well, what are we going to do for that? And so it's kind of hard to like, um, I think that first that felt like a hindrance. Like it felt like, Oh, if we, if we don't have actors, if we don't have all this other stuff, then like, what are we going to do? But then after doing the series with you, I was like, well, it feels like a challenge. Like it feels like you used it as a challenge to be like, okay, I only have zoom. I have people and then have their dogs. Like what can I do with that? (laughs) <laughs> and it's it, like it was that was the first thing Anthony told me I think where he was like how like I we could have done this like he's like I'm well, doing nothing do with my life like this like, too yeah I but still it's feel like, like I'm way. doing nothing
1: with my life so <laughs> don't feel bad
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know if that ever goes away
1: no I don't think so but you mm-hmm. know what's cool is like maybe you make a friend at a cafe or maybe you mm-hmm. like offer to you know like plug them or like do graphic mm-hmm. design or something in exchange for having that space actually i know somebody else um who made a short film and that was the deal that they did was uh, i can't remember if it was her or somebody else in the crew was a photographer and they basically got to use this cafe when they were closed so let's say they closed at 6 p.m they did a night shoot from like 7 p.m to 1 a.m and then in exchange they like took photos for them like professional photos of the space that mm. they got to have so like finding oh, ways cool. to do a trade or you know like in thirsty it I imagined it indoors at a restaurant but i just dressed this little Mm -hmm. sliver of the backyard and made it look like a an outdoor restaurant so like you can also cheat your apartment or you know like there's yeah yeah like you said just looking at it as a challenge which of course i i feel like i can say now that i'm like uh talking to you guys on a podcast versus when i'm sitting there trying to figure out how to make something and i'm like this is a nightmare (laughs) But that is the key right like looking at it as a a challenge as opposed to a nightmare
2: (laughs) right and that kind of goes into my next question is like once you have that idea that challenge that you want to accomplish or overcome is how do you stick with it because I feel like when I have an idea that I'm like this is this could be something I just it just falls apart and I just lose the momentum that I gained and
1: I think this is a a shitty answer but this is because I very much relate to that And usually what does it for me is I start on a different project and then I'm trying to avoid that one. So (laughs) the way to avoid the second one is by going back to the first one. I mean, that's sort of what happened with antisocial distance, right? Like we started moving forward on it and then I started writing a horror movie with a friend of mine and then that was stressful and overwhelming, and I was like, "Oh, I better finish this other series," <laughs> you know. And then yeah. deadlines help too. You know, yeah. Olivia can attest to this too. It was like, "All right, it's set during Passover," and I was trying to re- release it initially for the Passover the year before, and then mm-hmm. really took my time and yeah, went away and did other things. I mean, I also wasn't feeling well, and there's the pandemic, and there's all sorts of things. Um, and but even just being like creatively tapped out is a valid excuse. It happens. But then as soon yeah. as I had something else that I was avoiding, it was much easier <laughs> to get it done. So I, <laughs> I, I have heard conflicting advice, like get your hands in a bunch of different things. And you know, you never know which is going to be the thing to pan out. And then some people are like, you know, focus on going deep, not wide, and really focus on one mm-hmm. thing at a time. For me, I feel like, and I know Livy and I both have the shared ADHD diagnosis. I think mm-hmm. it helps for me to have multiple things, especially because if I get stuck on one sometimes I'll have an idea and it's like, ah, it doesn't work for this, but it works for that. So I'd say, especially, I think they're all so interrelated. Like if you're a creative person, it's not that different. I mean, obviously we all have our own barriers and boundaries. Like I'm not a, I haven't written songs. I would like to, but in a way it's all the same thing. Acting, storytelling, directing, writing, podcasting. So I think you know, you try them all to see which ones bring you the most joy and also to get yourself unstuck from whatever the other one is. Fair.
0: That's answer. No yeah. deadlines was like a huge thing. Key. I, I don't know if we worked harder than that last like week.
1: <laughs> right. That's the thing. Or that last day <laughs> yeah. or that last hour. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, literally the last hour, remember it was launching yeah. and then I was like, I guess I'll do a, an email, like oh, um, no. the email at the top of the website. And then we were going back and forth <laughs> and like trying to create an avatar. And so it launched like 20 minutes late because that last yeah. hour. Yeah.
0: That's
2: yeah. fine. <laughs> well, thank you. That was, that was all the questions I had.
0: Oh, good. All right. Cool. I think we'll take a small break and then we'll get into impetigore is that how you say it
1: impetigore? yeah i've heard it said impetigore like almost they say the t like a d but who knows i feel like yours is more correct mm-hmm. impetigore say it like
0: i see it impetigore <laughs> <laughs> impetigore all right we'll be right back The woman inherits a house in her ancestral village, but she is unaware that members of the community have been trying to locate and kill her to remove the curse that has plagued them for years in, in Pentagor. Written and directed by Joko Anwar, starring Tara Basro, Marissa Anita, and Christine Hakim.
2: Critics gave it a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. And on Letterboxd, it has a 3.4 out of 5 average
0: imdb is fucking wild it's mm. always low like it, i think i've it's never true. seen it above a seven it's and we true. do it every episode oh, oh. okay, oh, okay. <laughs> um yeah i don't like i took notes i don't know if anybody else took notes this movie like usually i know it's good when i'm like i need to write this down
1: i took like three notes very few okay but i took some
0: some of mine are just like jokes that i don't know if i should even say but like one of them is diy skin (laughs) graph for the ending that did
1: seem like where it was going but it wasn't
0: i yeah it was weird i i the whole I have a whole thing about the puppets because I didn't really understand it, but I had to do some research.
1: Yeah, that's my overall, which I don't know if we can do broad strokes. I'm curious to hear yeah. yours before we get into the details of it. But, like, so much of it really works and is really good, but then a lot of the end, like, doesn't quite
0: make sense. That's what I thought, too. And then I realized I think it might be just a cultural thing um, because – or maybe, maybe not the thematic stuff of it, but, like, I, I – I was talking to Sebastian about it because he was kind of watching it with me and he's usually better at like clocking stuff like this. Um, but I was like, well, so what, what, what was the puppets? Like, what was that? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> and I think it was just because like, it, it's such a, it has such a cultural significance to people in Indonesia that you ha- kind of have to have that understanding yeah. to understand like what and it I was has on to board do. with
1: that. It's more like, I don't know if we want to, if spoiler The curse stuff specifically why the the mom yeah w- who ultimately is responsible the 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 protagonist grandmother as we learn yeah why she was so hell-bent on killing her and why she put on this curse in the first place I just felt like her motives felt very unclear and that was frustrating to me it was like
0: I think it had to do up. with like a little bit of like they kind of just wrote it off a little bit like if you didn't pay attention to it specifically you didn't notice it but she did mention about how like you know the puppet master kind of feels just like a the person uh, like of course the man in the village that everybody looks to for like spiritual advice Mm -hmm. which okay which i'm sure sure that's like another cultural thing right but i think she mentioned that the puppet master like generations before maya's dad i'm just gonna call her like the name we, Yeah. yeah but for her That he, like, abused her. And so that's why, because maybe she didn't want to continue the bloodline, or she just, like, I don't know. So that's what I thought, but the reason that it doesn't make sense to
1: me, then, is she Mm -hmm. really seems to love her son, who is also a product of that bloodline. So why the selective, like, my son is good and he should live, even though, and it seemed like... You know he, he might have even been a product of rape it wasn't super clear because yeah. also the translation said like he fucked me in this house and you don't know if yeah. it's consensual or
0: not but then translations are always hard to right go off but then of it's to, like yeah. it's not
1: it's her son with this other woman who is unconnected to that bloodline mm-hmm. that has this baby so maybe, it felt like if it was really about the bloodline, she would like commit infanticide against her own baby you know it, it felt like I don't quite get it. And then also when her son kills everybody, including Maya, Rahayu, Rahayu's family. Yeah. They never make that clear too. Like, is that the, is that his mom's spell?
0: Like, is he under, is he in like a sort of trans? Yes. That I was yeah. also confused about. And I was hoping somebody would know. <laughs> Cause I don't know I either. think the movie doesn't know. Or I think maybe it it, it does have to do with like her... So when I when I was reading, like, doing a little bit of research about it, just, like, just for the cultural significance of it, I was, like, I, I looked up, like, what the puppets mean, but also it seems like it's trying to say something just about women in general, and it is trying to, especially about, like, another cultural thing is there's a lot of women's issues, um, like, women's rights issues happening in Indonesia, and so it could be a part of the, like, something that I guess Americans can understand is maybe... Maybe she, you would you would think because she's a woman that she would be, you know, she would be equal with her like horrificness or she just wouldn't do it in general. And she'd be like, well, I'm just going to like, I have my son, so whatever. But maybe she's like somebody that's operating in beha- on behalf of the patriarchy where she's like, it was okay when I did it. But if somebody mm-hmm. else is trying to do it, this woman's a whore and I hate her, <laughs> you know, like. Right. That's what I thought yeah. I tra- kind of chalked it up to, but I don't know. I don't know what you think, Anthony, as a man. And choose your words carefully. Don't <laughs>
2: <kid>. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, I will agree. I was a little bit confused towards the end. I don't know. To me, the, the mom or the, the grandmother, protagonist grandmother, I could see it being, you know, like, shame. You know, like, this is yeah. my grandkid. Uh, but, like, not legitimate. It's not my legitimate grandkids, so I don't want this. You know, it's, like, shameful... That's the only thing that kind of makes sense to me. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it feels like the movie doesn't really know or maybe it'll be answered in a subsequent film.
0: Or maybe the end does answer
1: it. They take so long To explain everything in flashbacks. So that's why it's Mm -hmm. like, all right, if you're going to do all of this, give me the motive. And I I do want to point out that I'm leading with my criticism. There's a lot that I think is really great about it that we can (laughs) talk about. Those were just the things that made me crazy where I was like, you do so many things so well and I'm invested Mm -hmm. and like just give a little more, especially because it's like arguably too much context at the end where they're like laying everything out. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, you're already doing that. Give me just a little more context for why this why she did this why this is happening
0: yeah i know I, I i completely agree and i think we can do the like little minute stuff first if you want and then revisit the criticism because maybe we'll along the way we'll find something of like what sure. explains it because i don't I would have love, a lot of faith but i mean me try. neither but who knows um but c- because i don't want to skip over the very first scene The beginning's the best possibly the scariest thing i've seen on film or one of the scariest things i've seen and it definitely like i can't imagine watching this i don't know if this kind of job like what you would what the equivalent would be like working in a booth like that in like our country but i i can't imagine working that job and then seeing this movie i'd be like well i have to fucking quit now are you kidding me so and, true and like her choices i don't know i was like why would you open the window i'd be like right why does she even when she runs i'm like are
1: you maybe safer just locking yourself in there until authorities arrive but it's still yeah it was such a strong opening and i can't imagine like not wanting to watch the movie you know like it's not something that you are like, "Ah, oh, I watched 5 minutes and then I got bored." It's like it seems like you make it 2 minutes in and you're like, "I'm sold. What is
0: this?" Yeah, you're I saw and... I
2: was I watched it last night on my phone, just all sad. Um and I was like, <laughs> "Okay, as the director
0: intended.
2: A lot of red. <laughs> I love it. There's a machete. Oh, okay. That's it. I love this movie."
1: <laughs> yeah, the beginning was so good. I'm like, "I could have watched the whole thing play out in the city, you know, before yeah. they go to this little village." Although there's a lot that's great about The Village, too.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think, too, because I I try not to, or when you sent this movie, I was like, oh, perfect. I don't know anything about it. And I accidentally, (laughs) well, for this to prepare, I, like, copied and pasted the, like, plot summary. And so I kind of, like, I read it a little bit. I tried to not read as much. But then I saw Village, and I was like, okay, it's going to go to, like, a small village. And then when it started out this way, I was like, okay, what's happening? Like, I was so confused, but I really liked it. Like I like. That. I also try to avoid. So I didn't know yeah. that they're
1: all. I knew. I only paused it to figure out where it was from because I had read that it was an Indonesian film, but then I forgot, and I was like, where Where was this made? So I like looked for just the language without, you know, trying not to get any spoilers, and I managed. Okay, great.
0: Yeah, I've tried, and it's rare to see. Now that I'm going back to the theaters, it's very rare to see a movie I've not seen a trailer to. Mm-hmm. But a great experience, and then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there's, a, like, a lot of bad, like, really scary. I've, I've tried to be, when I watch scary movies like this, I try to be very, like, not critical, but try to look at everything very, um, like, with a fine-tooth comb. And one of the scariest things with that scene is remember when she runs out the booth? and Because he, he's going at her with a machete, and she, like, gets out of the booth, and that's when he starts running. I, like, bookmarked that in my brain. I was like, okay, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I need to do that if I make a movie. Sorry. So
1: well done. And they cut very quickly between the two girls talking at the booths. Like it it has this sort of frenetic energy right away. Where it just yeah. feels fast paced. And you're like it feels like something's building even before you find out that this creepy guy has been driving through at night and maybe yeah.
0: stopping her. And it starts that whole like um of the whole like theme of, you know, women's pain and or just what women have to deal with, like them talking about well, she can't come home late because then people are going to think she's a prostitute and, like,
1: right. all these things. Yeah. Right. I mean, once we get to the village, that was another thing that makes me crazy is some of the choices are very questionable. It's always just easier to fixate on, like, the things that you love and the things that you can't stand versus <laughs> the stuff in between. But, <laughs> you know, there. I love that the friend... What, what's her name again? Dee Dee? Dee?
0: Denis? Dini? Dini? yeah. yeah.
1: Or they s- captioned it as Dini, but that's not a, that's never how it sounded. But yes, yeah. it was like D-I-N-I.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, she very quickly is like, the people in this village look like they want to eat us. And <laughs> I, I someone's that. dying yeah. every day. You know, there's like a funeral every day. And uh, Maya's like, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. But I like that she picks up on it quickly and is like, this is danger town. We got to get out. But then why does she say I'm Rahayu? And then I get why maybe she says it in that first moment, but once they're like trying to kill her, just be like, okay, I'm not her. I just said that because I wanted the house. Yeah. I've actually never
0: heard that name. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And, but my questioning of her, of her choices actually begin with her going in the first place, because for me, if somebody, if somebody like, okay, say it's my best friend. And if he was like, so somebody had chased me with a machete because they, they, didn't like my family and they're right. from where I'm from they didn't like my family and they told me quote we just don't want what your family left behind so I want to go visit and I'm <laughs> going to go to that house you want to come with me I'd be like no they're, right. Like why would I want somebody try to kill you because you're from there? Or and you're if you, you do are. go,
1: you never pretend that you're that person because you're like, exactly. yeah, they hated this family, exactly. Clearly. And you
0: don't stay in the goddamn house. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> and they no. pretend to be
2: students, and I think Maya's like, oh, that no one ever hurts students. I feel like it's a <laughs> I love Target. That.
1: I thought that was maybe supposed to be a joke. I, I wasn't think sure, so. Yeah. I thought like, that's pretty funny if that is what they were doing. Like students funny. are always safe.
0: Yeah. And I, I think I questioned that at first because I was like. Or, I didn't know the like the director's inspirations, but at the I guess cutting to the end, um, the scene where she jumps into the truck, I was like, oh okay, he's like legitimately a horror fan because that isn't that like a iconic kind of like uh, not motif or like visual because I think one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres yeah, where the girl ends so like in the back of a truck. Yeah, and so I feel like he, that was a nod to like horror people where they're like, yeah, well I mean, and this isn't his first <laughs> horror movie, so I think he is yeah. a big horror fan. Yeah, Um, i
1: would assume so i also was when you're saying going back to even like why would she even come in the first place yeah i didn't have that as much but also earlier i did have that where she's like i smell like a dead raccoon i'm gonna go take a bath and then she's like okay i'll go get us some food for so many reasons one i don't want to get in this creepy ass bath and two (laughs) i would definitely not want to split up i would at that point when she's Mm -hmm. like they look like they want to eat us I'd be like, say, "Strength in
0: numbers, like mm-hmm. you cannot pry me from your side." Yeah, and you couldn't pay me enough to be in that house by myself, or you can No, I love nice house, houses. big house though. Nice house, big, big house. house. Which is why it made so much sense for her to just be like, "I just lied because I wanted the house." But yeah, but I mean, at that point, I don't think they would have believed her. I, like, it was kind of. A, I think they would have. No, I, I don't. At least it. try.
1: I feel like that would have been an easy solution. Then she tries, and they don't believe her. But like, yeah. at least
0: try. Yeah, I, yeah, and I thought she would. I was, I mean, I don't know. That was my question of, like, I don't know if it's stupid or if it was really nice of her to claim that she was this girl. Like, I, it felt like she did it to save her friend, but I, now I'm kind of like, I don't know. Maybe she just did it because she I felt that it. way in the beginning, too. Yeah. But
1: then I feel like at least try, she doesn't have to be like, it's really my friend. But she could just say, it's not her, you know?
0: Yeah. Or, like, I've never heard that name before. I just, oh, yeah, I guess what you're yeah. saying, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't know. It felt like they played it like she didn't even connect that that would be why they were killing her. Like, she's like, I don't know what I've done to offend you, but I yeah. don't understand how she wouldn't put that. Because to- like you said, she knows this guy came after her friend being like, we don't want what your family left behind.
0: With a machete. And yeah, he was literally going Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> Unless she didn't. And I mean, they're maybe in the same village.
0: Maybe she and didn't she say said- the, like, the details of it. I don't know.
1: That's another but, thing that's kind of infuriating is like when the friend is like, what happened? You know, she's like
0: nothing like just tell each other. <laughs> You're so much stronger with the information and the whole, like the fucking note in her thigh. I also <laughs> yes. have an issue with that too, because I thought at first I thought the guy with the machete, cause he cut it. So I thought he shoved it in her. Right. Leg. Right. But Then we learned that the dad put it in there. I was like that. There's no way that would survive. I mean, I guess if it's, and also, like, how know, would how the guy
1: know, how did he know that? she had this thing in her leg to check for
0: i mean i guess they know it has to to do with the skin so maybe he was like why would you but he went to the like exact spot we saw a scar oh right
1: right but But he checked that spot for a scar didn't he
0: yeah maybe there was like a legend of it like maybe that's where you put spells
1: also (laughs) how did she suddenly spells
0: (laughs) maybe maybe yeah
1: (laughs) i don't know there's also this moment, and I, I was like, this could make sense. Maybe he drugged her or something. But there's in the flashback, you see, her as a little girl asleep, and the dad like cutting her open and putting the thing inside, and she's just fast asleep. I'm like, you, I don't care how heavy a sleeper you are, <laughs> that is waking you up. I mean, that you is have going to, feel to wake at least you up.
0: Something, yeah. Yes. Weird. He's like
1: uh, holding open her skin and shoving a piece of paper inside also, her flesh. I don't way know.
2: Way too the, big or, of like, a gash. I yeah know the,
0: like, <laughs> i don't know the, so the, like true the i'm or not organics or like i don't know how cursed paper works but like it would just not <laughs> wouldn't it not like disintegrate in her leg yeah you would think it would disintegrate i also liked that moment where the guy
1: on the bus she shows it to the guy on the bus and he's like whoever wrote this is evil <laughs> yeah.
0: interesting but how do you know that based on the handwriting yeah. like i don't know and then he was like i'm gonna mind my own fucking business and just yeah. sat back <laughs> That's and I was I love that too the moments of men just staring at her. I was like that's my worst fear. Right. Just in public mm-hmm. men just like staring at me. Although oh, I did wow. like
1: I thought it was kind of sweet when he's like the light's not bothering me cuz she like tells her friend, mm-hmm. "Oh, he's mad that your light's on from reading. You have to turn it off." And he's like, "The light's not bothering me. I just I was trying to ward off evil spirits." Creepy but nice. Thoughtful but scary but nice.
2: I think that's when I would have gotten out of that situation once he Peased reads out. that translates it. I yeah. don't. I don't want any part of that. I'll just head. I'm home. also super
0: cheap. So if I would have known the like, how much it would cost oh. for that guy, I'd be like, I don't know. Right. Maybe we should just. go And back. then when he says <laughs>
1: each, when he's like a hundred thousand each, nothing. I'd you. be like, come on. I'll wait here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead. Why would be each yeah. too? They like, could have sent, sent someone.
2: Change? Like they mentioned that, like oh, we we'll just send someone to get your inheritance. Like if that's what they're for.
1: <laughs> right. She says then they wouldn't be able to afford it, but. And then, I mean, it's something that I thought was done very well is both times the girls get strung up and it like starts on their face and the camera turns upside Mm -hmm. down. And Mm -hmm. like we pull out to see them strung up, you know, like they're going to slit their throats. I thought that was very scary. Also, there's a great moment where, you know, they have the friend, Dini strung up because they think she's Rahayu and they have this like they have all these knives spread out that's Mm -hmm. terrifying to me that's also like my nightmare yeah but then when the grandmother character walks up she's all casually like what are you up to and she says it like they stole a cookie from the cookie jar or something. Yeah. Like, you get the sense. You don't know that she's in on it immediately. But just that casual nature of like, what are you guys doing <laughs> when there's like, boys, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> boys will be boys. I thought that was so scary. And then, you know, she just slits her throat. And then when she's terrifying. like stringing
0: up the skin and you see like boobs, the boobs. Oh, like I like doing I gasped, and Sebastian was like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "I don't know how to even describe this to you." <laughs> that was scary. The another scary part, but I think it was one of my favorite things is the first night when they get there and they're sleeping, and the camera like it's very jarring because the way that the camera moves is kind of like a way a movie typically would is just like regular framing. But then the first night when they were asleep and they start to feel like spirits around them. I don't know if you guys remember but like the camera like looks it starts on the two girls sleeping and then it moves abruptly up to the like the spirit that's there
1: and then but it we don't back see down. anything right
0: no you there you see it's it's so quick though it's like really hard to catch unless you're watching it where it just it literally goes up like that and then back down but when it's up you don't see it you see a there's a, just a girl there yeah one okay. of the little girls and then it, it just like moves with her while she's going through the house it's like so fluid and it was so weird because i love when movies do this though when they like they're setting up like this is how the movie's gonna be shot and then they just like do something completely different Mm -hmm.
1: did anybody else notice that when they talk about like the elder is a puppet master before when you finally meet him it's like he looks pretty young yeah i was considered an elder
2: that is true when he said "I, i i saw that you were looking for me i heard that you were looking for me i was like is this the same guy doesn't seem yeah. Right. Yeah,
0: I was like I could have sworn you were the old girl's <laughs> wife or a husband yeah but okay like I thought I was gonna see some you old don't guy look... yeah it's very progressive an elder. village <laughs> <laughs> like yeah I think 40, the whole idea he's our master so
1: yeah is it progressive or is it just patriarchy
0: well yeah there you go <laughs> I mean, I maybe for them it's progressive.
1: Is what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe like, this is maybe. a progression.
0: as a young man
1: hmm. <laughs> as an elder, which yeah. especially considering that there's like no babies been born in 20 years, he should not be an elder. It's like it's not like there's a lot yeah. of young people. I but I thought that. the idea of the babies being born without skin was pretty cool
0: and scary, like just a unique. And I liked the mystery of it because I I was like talking. Sebastian <laughs> was just on his switch and he was not paying attention, but I was like talking to him like he was watching it. But I was like what is happening to these kids because when they first show or when they first see like this when we first see the scene of the babies being born we don't we see that he kills them but we don't we don't, don't see them and wrong. then yeah, yeah but you see that he kills them and so I'm like okay so they're not like stillborns like something's yeah. happening and right, I, did, I was I like are they ex-
1: sacrificing them yeah
0: and or they look yeah. like they had to look like they were like oh god again Mm -hmm. and i was like okay what is it is it a demon is it like is it like lamb where it's a lamb you know like what is it
1: yeah also weird that everybody's like so game to have babies in this village yeah Uh, at some point
2: just like stop fucking like 20 years yeah (laughs) that's i mean maybe it's the hope of like
0: move maybe they think it's a the curse was like a quota or they're like maybe it was like 40 babies and then (laughs) after 40 the it's 41st also first is good to go. It's a good like, explanation. Pretty
2: selfish because like, oh no, this is gonna be different. Like, we got right. this. We got this this time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then they they make a whole point of introducing the guy in the woods who the one baby they've <laughs> kept alive. But why?
0: I what was the point of that? He was like, I'm hungry, and she's like, I'll be back. And then that's the last time we saw him. Yeah, like, I told Sebastian, okay, maybe it'll be cool and what i thought was going to happen is after they broke the curse that he would grow skin his skin would yes i thought so too and that he would like i don't know maybe i wanted it to be a rom-com but that they would fall in love or then <laughs> they would leave and then we'd see a year later and they would have a baby or something i like that idea but yeah <laughs> but we just saw him in pain lying down and he's like i'm hungry and then that's it yeah what was the point of that
1: What was the point? Maybe just to show us the audience that they did try it once and it didn't work out.
0: I mean it did make me sad. So if that was the point then like
2: it was pretty shocking.
0: (laughs) That must be wild too to like like I always picture every time stuff like that happens where they have like a baby like that, just a pitching that to the to like a studio and being like, Okay, so like this is like a drawing of a baby with no skin. (laughs) <laughs> or even just seeing that little like, like who gets to keep that prop you know right i want one i don't want one <laughs> that'd be good that'd be good merch like a little gummy of like a baby <laughs> that's just like <laughs> okay
1: so coming back to the babies for a second to yeah. a little bit of a leap here but at the very mm-hmm. end you get a one year later and then you see that there's a new curse and it's that like grandmother person eating babies which again makes it seem like she always had it out for babies or a baby like i don't understand her mo (laughs) why is she a baby eater now what i why did she yes
0: what i read i think people like somebody said because i i also wanted to look see if i could find like a explanation for that and people had said because she had caused a curse it's not like so she had caused a curse and she also like the dad she had made a deal with the devil and that's why the baby was yeah, born that, that way. Me too. They both made
1: deals with the devil. So she made a deal with the devil, but then the dad had to sacrifice three girls
0: to make to a deal also- with the devil. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's making deals with the devil, which I kind of like that layering of like multiple curses. I think that's mm-hmm. very funny, well, but also like a great way to like have the story be fresh. But mm-hmm. I, from what I read, people were saying because she had made a deal with the devil, that just because she had killed herself didn't absolve her from that deal. And so she still had to... Like, it's a new curse because... I mean, just because your dad doesn't... The devil doesn't give a shit. He's still gonna... That's You still owe him some fetuses, girl. Like I like that idea, but then what
1: about the her dad? If he also made a deal with the devil, he's not eating babies. And she seemed well, that, to that's, like that's, it. So She that's seemed what the curse happy was. about it.
0: <laughs> so that's what the curse was, though. So, like, for... okay. I don't know. Now I'm kind of confused about the curses, but so I th- what I think from the curse of like the dad, it was, even though he, he was dead, it still had affected the village. So that's why they were pissed at this girl because it was her family's curse and she did solve it. So, I mean, I guess there is a way to solve this other lady's curse. I don't know what that would be, but because she like, you know, united the, the bones with the, girl's skin that they were fine with it but yeah i don't know i was kind of confused about that i still kind of am i don't know if you have any ideas anthony of what you think that is
2: well didn't the wife of the guy who tried to kill maya say that something like curses don't ever really die they just get reborn and like change so yeah i like that part isn't that kind of i don't remember
0: that but yeah i loved that the wife i loved her so much she She was was really good I love that actress too. She was so good. Yeah. When, she was when she threw that the entire phone scene.
2: and turned around and it was just like staring at her.
0: <laughs> that was that. great. Really funny. She was like, this is the payback. Cause I just want to creep you out for a minute, <laughs> but I'm fine.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm not I- mad at you, but I am going to give you a jump scare to punish you briefly,
0: <laughs> which fair. Yeah. Um, but I, I did agree. love that. That scene of like when she, when that girl's comforting her, it just, it was like, I think this movie is great because it has a lot of layers and that scene had so many layers where it like took me on a fucking journey where we find out that that's her husband and i was like fuck she's gonna kill her but then she and then we find out she doesn't even know her husband's dead and so she has to tell her and then she doesn't want to kill her because she thinks her husband can find a cure and and then the layers deepen when she finds out that her husband's dead and she's pissed but she's like i'm not gonna kill you it's fine whatever Like, I feel bad that he tried to kill you. So, like, I'm going to help you. So, I loved that. And I think that when I was reading about the, like, the theme of, like, women and women's pain, I really liked that angle of it. Especially because the way that the movie handled the difference in reaction of, like, the demographics of the village (laughs) and how the men were just instantly violent. They were like, okay, well, we have to kill her. Like, that's the way to solve it. And they were so ready to do that even though the whole cause of it was that this guy was, he killed little girls and they're like, well, we're going to kill her right? Again. Right. More. But then the women, or at least more, the, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> or at least the one woman, not the elder, not, not, I think her name is Nye is the older lady. This other woman, her reaction is understanding and being like, you know what? We'll figure this out. I don't want to kill you. Like, it's not your fault. Yeah. Like her instant reaction is understanding, not the whole like, like violence. That's why I don't think even if that girl tried to, even if Denise tried to explain herself, I don't think, I think the men just wanted to have a reason to be violent. I think you're
1: right. I just thought Denise seemed to, she should have known why and tried to stop it instead of being like, I don't get
0: it. What did I ever do to you? You know? Yeah. I don't know. That was kind of confusing. And I don't know what the movie wanted us to think of her. Because at first I was like, oh, she's trying to save her friend, which is really nice. But then like what you mm-hmm. said, at the end it seemed like she was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going into yeah. the woods with them. Right. So I don't know about that. But, but yeah, that's why I love that scene. I love that girl. And I did look up stuff about the puppets if you guys want to hear about it. Sure. Yeah. So I got this from... Uh, <clears throat> website called horror obsessive um i think it's a blog and they say about the puppets that the javanese art form known as wayang is an ancient and extremely influential version of shadow puppet theater in particular weighing cool Kul- kulit is the oldest most traditional version of weighing figures um, they're spindly two-dimensional puppets that are ornately decorated and constructed using perforated leather. For centuries, weighing was dramatized mythological Hindu epics and practitioners are regarded as keepers of wisdom and as leaders in their community. So, except in this movie, um, the puppet master's leadership is conceived in wickedness and his puppets are made from the flesh of children. So I guess Mm -hmm. it's kind of like turning that on its head of like these are respected figures, but in this movie, they are pieces of shit. <laughs> well, um, it was both,
1: right? They're yeah. still respected, but they are pieces of shit. Exactly. I did like that one explanation too when when she's like, how do you know, how does he know that killing me is going to lift the curse? And they're like, uh, she says something along the lines of basically like, well, who else are they going to look up to? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: and then you start to realize, I think anyway, that it's like he's under the influence of his mom and then he has influence over the whole village. Exactly. So they're all sort of being puppet mastered by this woman.
0: Yeah, and that's what I loved about this um blog from Horror Obsessive is that they they talked about how the puppet like how puppet masters and like it's not just something that they were like, Oh, this is kind of like uh quirky to have him be a puppet master. Like it is a framing of the entire movie of like the layers of it of like you think this person's a puppet master, but then there's another person and then another person, and there's like so many people that are controlling this entire village and the only people that are yeah. suffering are the truly, I mean the men in a way, but also the women. I mean, they're the ones that have to have these babies. Right. They have to go through this entire thing months and, or even and at the very childbirth. end. Yeah. And at the very end, her fetus is literally ripped out of her. So like, ugh. And I wondered if
1: this was just the translation, but even though there's blood all over, the husband's just like, the baby, is the baby okay? I'm like, your yeah. wife is bleeding out. What about, are you okay? And he's also like staying back. He's like in the corner of the room. He doesn't come to her to help her.
2: I, I don't know if it was yeah. just me, but I felt really dumb at first because I saw, <laughs> you know, obviously the trail of blood. And then I saw the, the mom and I was like, oh, she gave birth to the mom. And then I saw her actually eat. I was like, oh, no
1: i was like so confused. You can imagine
2: just how confused i was and
1: that's awesome that's so Bye. funny that's so funny yeah it seems like the mom wasn't stuck in this deal she seemed happy gleefully eating babies so it was just like what is her i just needed more about her motives
0: you know yeah and then that just like ch- at the very end that just like instant like he kills himself and then she does it i was it was it was so much and everybody just standing it around watching yeah <laughs> that was pretty Wild. brutal
2: i i don't think i've ever seen that you know like using someone else to kill yourself essentially yeah that was that was pretty oh, brutal and intense
1: yeah. well done but yes very brutal very intense i mean it also, makes sense that
0: she was pu- she was puppeteering everything else might as well she right mm-hmm. her, his death too
1: right it, it did seem like you know his his taking his own life was about shame and everything that had happened up until this moment so like maybe at least make sure your daughter's safe first like she's still I know, just cut her down up. at the very least yeah <laughs>
0: just cut her down first but now the other woman had to do it
1: yeah she runs in like the baby's okay
0: <laughs> i know and then that's so and i i don't know i love that one. she's the hero of this movie because it's you true. Cause that's so amazing to me that this, you know, the curse is broken, and they're probably that that moment that we didn't see on screen of like they're so, probably so happy that they finally have a baby, and she's like, "Give me the baby, I need to run and save this <laughs> <Yeah>. girl." <laughs> I got shit to do with this baby. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "Give me two fucking minutes." <laughs> yeah. Traumatic for that mom though, because that guy had just been taking babies and fucking mm. putting them in a yeah. bucket. So I mean,
1: also interesting that her husband lied to her because she's like. Mm. I don't believe that killing you is going to fix it. That's why I sent my husband to look for a cure. And it's like, Mm. oh, no, your husband was also just trying to kill her.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does. I think it does speak to like, at least he hesitated. (laughs) Like he, because she said he had gone by a couple of days, right? He had just like done it often and to the point where she knew who he was like she knew he was the creepy guy so I mean he like waited a few days at the very least yeah I thought
1: that was just to make sure that she was the right person but oh maybe I don't know at least he wasn't trying to kill an innocent girl even though she was an innocent girl but you know (laughs) yeah
0: man oh man this movie yeah and I think the one thing we talked about it but I didn't like the flashbacks I didn't like that it kept flashing like it was going towards like explaining what this movie was and then it went back to her and she was like convulsing and it it did that like three times and i was like we don't i i know what she's doing like we don't need to keep seeing yeah i like
2: the way it was shot though like the crane moving to the like underground and where the rug kind of moves by itself i really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that how that was oh uh, i like that too it felt like
1: a haunted house or something Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like spirits and was and cool. sometimes
0: I'm I, I'm kind of dumb, and so I liked when <laughs> movies just like they're literally like this is where it's under the house. It's you know yeah. it's like like please thank you. I love this. It's a little that yeah. I needed. Which I think felt about, like they could have. Oh sorry. Just that
1: it could have been d- finessed a little better instead of all like mm. right as everything is like coming to a head and she's running for her life and like all right now we're gonna do some quick flashbacks not such quick flashbacks to explain the story <laughs> yeah. like it just felt a little bit shoehorned in but i but i'd rather get the context than not
0: i it think what you mean though clunky. is like maybe we could have done it, it could have been sprinkled in like it could have yes. been like maybe the spirits were trying to be like we're, we were trying to tell you this right and at the very end they're like frustrated we're like oh we'll just fucking spell it out then because we were trying to yeah. tell you but yeah, you were not getting exactly. it girl <laughs> yeah like that's realistic to me because that's what I always think in movies, especially in scary movies when, when, like in Ready or Not is a good example, when she's like looking at stuff and I'm like, oh, she's formulating a plan. She knows what she's going to do. Right. I don't, I can't imagine myself doing that and being like, yeah. I just need to use the shoelace. And, you know, like, I, there's right. no way. Or if a spirit's going but- to tell me something, I wouldn't get the message.
1: <laughs> right. Why wouldn't the spirit try earlier when they're like sleeping in the bed in the house? Like, why do they wait until she's like thrown from a car and they're like, <laughs> my big yeah. chance, you know?
0: And then cause but- it. By like tearing yes. off their skin. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I loved Another that. good jump scare. That was a cool, yeah. <laughs> that was I liked intense. it a lot.
2: <laughs> Not ready for that whatsoever.
0: <laughs> I wasn't either, but I think it was great. What'd yeah, you think about the music, cool. Anthony? I know you were very big into the scores of films.
2: Yeah, I feel really dumb because you guys are talking about all these big things, patriarchy, and I just, I really focused on the technical aspect of mm-hmm. this movie, uh, especially because, like, you know, I'm going through all these horror movies. I, I realized how important um and i feel like more so than other genres horror is on these technical aspects the sound design like if it Mm -hmm. if it doesn't get it well it's just not going to be good i feel um and i think Mm -hmm. this movie did fantastic i think the right amount of uh like lack of sound was really good there were some some parts there were some parts that there was just empty like i think when i might have to revisit. But when the mom actually killed the friend, I think that was pretty silent. It's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but horror films don't use a lot of silence, and it really—I don't yeah. like it. it, it uh, silence is so uncomfortable.
2: Yeah, especially because it—it it just makes you realize the severity of the situation mm-hmm. um, when it is used. So I think this movie did fantastic, and the, and the lighting, absolutely amazing. You know, like the orange house, like the just just the the lighting, the little lanterns and. The red at the beginning was it really reminded me of Hereditary when you know mm-hmm. the, the the pinnacle scene of uh, of the car. And you see like
0: Oh the, yeah, yeah.
2: It reminded me oh, that. Oh, and a lot. the staging
0: too is really good. Like whenever that big truck came in and then we see that he's there and she like when she looks away, we also don't get to see him. Like we don't get to see what he's doing until she looks. Mm-hmm. Fucking love it. Yeah.
1: There the red lighting threw me at when you first see the skinless baby. It was mm. so the lighting was so red that I didn't I couldn't tell that the baby mm-hmm. didn't have skin until they said it, you know.
0: Ooh, that makes me think. At the very beginning, I wonder if that's why they lit him in so like d- such a deep red, is because mm. like that's the curse. Like he's the cursed mm-hmm. person, and she's just like sitting in just the luminescent like whatever that booth right. was lit mm-hmm. in. Interesting.
2: And yeah, and when uh, you know, she realizes that. The guy who died is her husband you know the the one who's actually helping her I, I think the music was done really well um then because you're realizing as soon as she's realizing and she's like oh shit i'm in danger like or potentially in danger so mm. really enjoyed it throughout um and you guys helped me appreciate you know the more thematic yeah. part of it so
0: that was mostly olivia <laughs> <laughs> another thing i loved and anthony and we were kind of talking about it um yesterday uh just quickly about how i think the reason i even like with the little flaws the reason i love this movie is because i feel like horror doesn't go for it anymore especially i think it's an american problem because this movie like the most fucked up movies i'll see are never american movies true Mm -hmm. and this one like we've talked about before i don't know if it's on this podcast but like every time i see a baby or something with a baby in an american horror film i know nothing's gonna happen to it because right. like they never want to do anything to babies which like i had the same whatever. thought and yeah. so i was i i guess i thought that i applied that same logic to this movie and so i was like so shook whenever i saw that something was actually happening to a baby and that they were trying to kill it i the thing that i kept thinking is like oh people are not gonna like this movie which is not yeah. true but I very find- high rt score I fucking loved it. I think. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah I, love, I loved it. I, I, I'm so, I'm It's so glad. disappointing when you see a, movie, a little horror film and you know they're holding back. I, I hate right. it because this is the only genre, not the only one, but it's like basically right. the only one where you can go do whatever the fuck you want and yeah. it can be very good. Like this movie is still super good and it has so many dead babies in it. <laughs> oh, so like
2: um, yeah that uh one scene i forgot to mention when i was talking about lack of sound i know for a fact or not for a fact when the dad actually kills the like young girls when mm-hmm. he like snaps their neck absolutely brutal oh i uh, forgot about that yeah. but that was pretty silent too i'm pretty sure
1: like, yeah and you just... don't see it you see the shadows yeah of mm-hmm. like yeah a pu- like the puppet well show done. exactly it actually made me wonder have you guys seen the new Candyman? yeah yes it made me wonder if they were influenced by this movie
0: maybe but have you seen it yeah because no. there's a
1: lot of sh- like shadow puppet stuff
0: i i didn't think it was enough though i was kind of confused because the trailer made it seem like that was the like thing about that movie but then oh, I, there was like one scene and i was like i wanted it more
1: that's a i think again because i didn't watch well i probably did see the trailer but i didn't remember the trailer
0: Or they only used it for like when they explain the story of yeah like as a device yeah Yeah. maybe that that would be cool if it did because that is such a cool like I don't I don't think that's used enough I don't want any I don't want every movie to use it now but like
1: right but it it really I I also love that moment just to wrap up so I don't forget it in that same Mm -hmm. scene where you find out that that the guy that the police shot in the opening is this girl's husband it's in that same scene where she says something like. That's why I don't believe in killing you, Rahayu. And that's like the moment where you're like, "Oh, she knows who she is." Because mm-hmm. up until yeah. then, it seems like she just doesn't get it.
0: And yeah. Then you're like,
1: oh, she knows everything.
0: She's just she just is not a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved yeah. her so much. All right, we can she wrap up great. with some fun facts. I have a little bit. Um, all right. So the title of it, it actually combination. Well, it's kind of a. I think Anthony found something like another explanation. But the one I found is that it's a combination of words. Um, the first one being impetigo, which is a bacterial infection of the skin that is more common in younger children, and the word gore, which obviously means mm-hmm. violence and bloodshed. Um, yeah, and so it's I guess it's fitting because it's a obviously a curse that causes a skin mutate or I don't know what you call it, but mm-hmm. um, for babies. I don't know which. Do you remember the one that you saw, Anthony?
2: Yeah, I have it here uh, saying more of like what it means is. Uh, the road to hell is paved with good intentions which i think fits w- real well especially because i mean except for the the mother uh the villagers mm. like they had good intentions <laughs> they just wanted healthy just wanted happy babies yeah. yeah um
1: wait
0: how does it mean that like i, it well, might. I just, maybe I they're just talking about maybe they're talking about the indonesian title cuz it's okay. a long one that i i don't know how to say
1: gotcha
2: yeah probably
0: that's cool but I like like that that idea
1: too. Me too.
0: Um, Okay. So this movie was made based on the director's bad dreams that he had in 2008. Wow. Um, The scene at the end of the movie, when Maya stops a driver and jumps into his pickup truck and keeps laughing. I don't think she laughs. Does she? Does she like scream? I didn't
1: think so. Yeah. She's screaming.
0: All right. This has it wrong, but it is a direct reference to um, Toby or Tobe Hooper's, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that, and that movie, I think she's laughing at. She's laughing like mm. gotcha. crazy, like a crazy person um, after she escapes Leatherface. So it is like a homage to that type mm-hmm. of that ending. Yeah, um, makes sense. This, also, this movie was an official submission um, for Indonesia in the Best International Feature Film category in the 93rd I read that. Academy Awards in 2021. Yeah. I think that was last year, right? I thought they were talking about this year, but it was for last oh, year oh i thought it
1: was a few years ago
0: but maybe oh i'm wrong maybe it but it obviously i don't think it got nominated I think it was like
1: 2017 or 2018
0: something like it said 2021 yeah. but this could be wrong um
1: i could also be wrong
0: but who knows but it didn't get in because yeah oscars do not like horror films nope. which is sad
1: and american movies american people do not like dead babies
0: exactly but not I, that I, I was, like. De- I don't want
1: babies to die, but in a horror movie. The joke you know? I said to
0: Anthony on the phone is like, "So my my the moral of my what I'm trying to say is that more movies need more dead babies. Is like <laughs> that's what I think needs to happen.
1: It's just like you said. It's that like willingness to not hold back.
0: Exactly, and it just that's my biggest pet peeve when I see a horror film because I at least can feel it. I can feel when they wanted to do something else or. When I know, like, if if my imagination is scarier than what you're showing me, then I don't think you did a good job. Right. Is what i Right, saying. I agree. Like, this movie, I can't imagine anything more horrific yeah. than a baby being born without skin.
1: Right, All there's right. no way you walk away from this going like, was that a horror? <laughs> like, that was a fucking <laughs> <Exactly>. horror movie. <laughs> All
0: right, the last one. This one is actually fun. Um, So the director found an actual village, like, uh, similar to the one that was in this movie, he found an actual one um, to film this movie in, and this meant that they had to build a lot of infrastructure. So like working toilets, stuff like that um, for the cast and the crew. But I, I don't, I think maybe they filmed or they had to build some stuff for the actual movie. Um, and they left it, all of that stuff, all of the working things as a parting gift to the village for oh, letting them nice. film in their home. Um,
1: that's so and nice. was, I think
0: free of charge, they just like left it there. Yeah, so I thought that well was good. really nice. Yeah, <laughs> that is, that's a great story. But yeah. But I loved this movie. I love I, it made me want to Anthony we do this like this game where we try to connect to like we'll just pick random actors and we'll connect them using just like different actors that they've been in movies with and when one of us loses we have to pick a movie for the other person to watch and Anthony's been picking I've been losing a lot Anthony's <coughs> been picking um foreign horror films for me and I've just been, and they're usually older, and it's hard for me to watch older movies. But this just it, this movie and watching those have made me want to watch more foreign horror films because they truly do it better. It's <laughs> like true.
1: It also made me want to watch this director's other movies. Mm-hmm. Same.
0: I didn't know he did other movies.
1: Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. not his first rodeo, and I think mm-hmm. he might have one coming up. But maybe I'm Ooh, wrong. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm glad that you guys uh, watched a movie that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise and that you both liked it so much. That makes me very happy. Yeah, thank you for
2: for picking that and for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be your first industry guest. Thank you.
0: Hopefully we have many more. Or you can just come back every (laughs) so often. Do you have anything you'd like to promote, tell people about? Well, Livia co-produced my series "Antisocial Distance," which I'm
1: still—I still would love for you to watch that. That's at <laughs> antisocialdistance.com or youtube.com/slash antisocialdistance. And then mm-hmm. I'm Avital Ash on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. I think that's it. Letterboxd. So, oh yeah, Letterboxd. I think I'm just Avital Ash on Letterboxed
0: too. This one's getting a solid. I think I just put like four.
1: All right, that's good. I want and to look I, at yours. I think I follow you, but I just haven't checked. I haven't been on there in a while because I've been mm-hmm. in New York for a week and a half.
0: Well, please follow look. us. And we'll see yeah. our, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My I've been watching a lot of horror films, so that's what's on my latest ones. But I'm trying to Same. I'm trying to keep up. Anthony is good yeah. at posting his. I'm not good at posting mine.
1: I know. I've, I've, well, I'm, I feel like I have two modes. It's either like I'm on there constantly or I'm like, oh, yeah, I've forgotten. I haven't been on there in a month
0: same anthony's on no there all the time yeah. what's the follower count anthony let's end with your follower count
2: 37 good number
0: there you go very I think nice. last time you said 31 so
2: Whoa. no i You've said 38 there. last time i know for a fact oh. uh, but it's cool <laughs> i don't want to play the numbers game anymore i'm just gonna have fun with it. so I've, yeah. I've, i'm already I it
0: for the love of it <laughs> yeah. i don't really trying so well, funny you'll get there next time it'll, it'll i'll be follow 40. you that'll
1: get you up to get you up one 38 that's there you go Even maybe the trick
0: is what we need to do which what avital did on the doughboys and just say like we have a controversial opinion but (laughs) leave it all out oh yeah (laughs) yeah there you go
1: it's true i know you can look if you're curious on the doughboys reddit and see people trying to guess but they also just have a big following because you know they were early to the podcasting game
0: i don't know if it helps i'll take i'll listen to your episode because i don't think thank you
1: you don't have to but <laughs> You're welcome to, and you'll be like, I know what she's talking about. I know what this. I have the end piece of media is because I don't think we ever specified if it was a movie or a show. Maybe we said it was a show. Either way, you'll know. Great. All right. Uh, yeah, this was so fun, and I'm glad Thank I you. don't know when I would have gotten to it without you guys. Oh, Randy!
0: Randy's gonna make an appearance after He's taking so handsome. Say
1: hi. Special oh. guest number two. Love him. He's licking the microphone. <laughs> That was so cute. See you later. See you guys soon. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you.